everyone gets excited about new beginnings, from birthdays to first of the month, even Mondays, a lot of us have learned to embrace the significance of starting over. Now, January 1st, or the month of January at the top of the year, is one of the most highly anticipated new beginnings all over the world. There's just something so exciting about a brand new year filled with endless possibilities. Hey, y'all, it's been a minute. Uh, But trust me, this podcast has never been far from my mind. Um, It's so great to be back with you guys for another episode of Beyond the Dance Floor with your girl, Gina Driven, where my greatest passion in life is to help you create a life worth dancing for. And how do I do that? Hopefully, these podcast episodes help you think better so you can hopefully do better and be better. In this, um, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Please be sure to hit the follow or like button. And if any of what I'm saying helps you in any way, or if you know someone that can benefit from any of the episodes, please hit the share button as well. God bless you. Yes, he will. Praise the Lord. (laughs) On that note, welcome to 2023, y'all. Dude, Man, this is, I'm so excited. Like I mentioned in the beginning, first of the year, January, all of that, I am with the masses that love um, to start over. Uh, this guy on Instagram, I'm sure if I say say his name, you'll know, he goes by dude with a sign. He said January 3rd, um, you know, was the last day we could say Happy New Year. <laughs> um, and if you are one of those people who say Happy New Year until March, I am with you because that's me all day. I feel like if it's the first time I'm seeing you in the new year, whether it's February or March, um, then I should get to still say Happy New Year because it's still new. No? No? Okay, never mind. Um, anyway, just like most people, I get pretty excited um, about new beginnings, especially the new year. Now, full transparency mode here, I almost became one of those cynical people, if you will, um, who just say, well, it's just another day. Then after hearing one of my pastors at church speak briefly um, about that mindset, if you will, um, I I just decided I didn't want to be one of those people, you know, the ones who lose the joie de vivre, if you will. Um, I wanted to always be excited about even the little things, excited about a new beginning, excited about waking up on a Monday, you know, um, to seek out the joy in everything, no matter what. Can you imagine going through life with such a bleak mindset? Like, it's just another day. It doesn't, you know, doesn't have to be this big deal. It's just, you know, the new year's just a Sunday. We're just going to go to church or we're just going to lay here. It's going to be fine. Um, My goodness. I don't care how well off you are. Everyone deserves to be excited about new beginnings. It's so easy to go through life and just coast because it's another day, another dollar, right? (laughs) But do you really want to live that way? Don't you want more out of life? My mom was an English literature teacher back in the day, and I spent a lot of my childhood watching old English literature movies and mimicking their accents. Ha ha ha, yes. Is that Mr. Darcy? (laughs) I'm afraid I'm a little bit out of practice, y'all. Don't judge me. Oh, dear. Anyway, I don't recall when I watched Anne of Green Gables, but I will always and forever remember this quote from it. 
It goes like this. Isn't it nice to think that tomorrow is a new day with no mistakes in it yet? And I believe that quote is by Lucy Montgomery. And in that same movie, she did another quote that says, it's been my experience that you can nearly always enjoy things if you make up your mind firmly that you will. Um, I can't remember if I said this in a podcast before, and if I didn't, my bad. If I did, then you're hearing it twice. Um, even everything in life really is a choice, right? Um, for my believers, you get to choose God. For the people that are married, you get to choose your spouse. And if you f- go through life thinking that things just happen to you, that you don't have a choice in the matter, um, Yeah, I've got news for you. Everything that you do plays a part. It plays a factor. I am listening to a book right now um, on, uh, what do you call it? Oh, gosh. It's on, um, sorry, I'm grabbing my phone, y'all. I'm like in the house chilling in my PJs doing this recording. (laughs) I'm listening to a book on Audible right now. It's called The Courage to Be Disliked. And it is so bomb, so dope, very thought-provoking, thought-challenging, and I'm excited to keep reading it. And it's, I mean, it's confirming some things that I already knew. And that is, we do have a choice. Everything in life is a choice. From the creator himself, we have to start by choosing him. And we get to choose day in, day out. If you are going to be, um, nay, I say, a slave to your circumstances, right? If you're just going to let things just happen to you and you don't want to play an active role in helping create the life that you live, oh man, that's got to be, that's got to be a pretty sad place to be. And um, I never want to know what that life is like because I've always just taken life by the horns and gone, yeah, let's go, let's do it. You know, that's, it's, it's for me. And I want to be an active participant in um, creating my life. I want to do it partner with God. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I want to be within his will. And I'm sure all my extra spiritual people are listening to this going, oh my God, well, it's whatever God wants. Yes. But he also gives us the power to choose again. So if you're just, if you're not going to partner with him to create your life worth dancing for, then, you know, hey, that's on you, boo. That's on you. So anyway, moving forward. A couple of years ago, I was going through a little rough patch, right? And I went to sit down with my boss at the time, and he said this words to me, Gina, I don't think we have even tapped into 100% of what you can do. You are capable of so much more. He proceeded to list out a few things um, he'd noticed that I did so naturally and effortlessly. Y'all, listen, that moment and those words are forever etched in my memory. It, the young folks say it lives rent-free. <laughs> um, just like any great moment or thought, it stays with us forever. Even though we don't think about it every day, but trust and believe it will come back to you right when you need it. And I usually say thank you, Holy Spirit, because he is on time just like that, okay? And that was me on December 29th of 2022. I mean, that was probably just last week, but whatever, I digress. Moving forward forward. As I was driving to the studio um, to prepare for uh, my Hip Hop Heels last class of the year event, God brought that moment back to my memory, to the front four in my mind, um, those exact words. And I quietly thought to myself, girl, you are sleeping on yourself right now. It's not an ego trip, okay? Hear me first and foremost. And if you listen to that and go, oh my gosh, she's so full of herself, 
wrong mindset. Okay. Um, and I'm like, you're sleeping on yourself. If you could just step on the gas just a little bit, even if it's just 50 G, like use only 50% of what gave God gave you. And I promise you're going to surprise yourself. I mean, I'm having this whole conversation with myself. It's been like a five minute span. And how many of us go through life just complacent, just all right with what's going on, you know? Um, and I have friends and I, I mean, I'm going to call them accountability partners at this point that have been bold enough to say to me, dude, you're coasting right now. Shout out to Christian Chavari. I love you, bro. Like for real. Um, there are a few others. And it's just like, listen, you are coasting. When I met you, you, you know, you were doing this, you were doing that. What is happening? Why are you so comfortable with what you're doing right now? Because this is not who you are. You are, you can do so much more. You were made for so much more. And if you don't have people in your life that can tell you that, get you some new ones. But also let me be that voice to you. You are capable of so much more. The human body, the human mind is such a vast, I mean, like you, it's, you, it's, you cannot understand it. Okay. So think about that. People go to the gym and push their bodies so far, so hard and achieve some pretty amazing things. And you think that all you're made to do is just sit down and coast and chill? No way. Not the God that made you. He did not make you for just that. He didn't make you to just go to work, come back and sit down and do nothing. Hear it from me today. And if that's the life that you have chosen, shout out to you. I'm not going to push much further. You're going to have to want it for you. Okay? Um, man. I, w- I went off. I went off track for a second. Let me let me bring myself back because I feel so passionately about that. Because there's so you know, and I've said this in previous episodes before. There's so many people with so many um, great talents and gifts, and it's just like, yo, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if this is a true saying or whoever they is that said it, but whatever. Um, the saying goes: comfort zones are where dreams go to die. Right. Um, nothing great was born out of a comfort zone. At least I don't know. Or maybe, you know, we can try to Jimmy rig this thing and be like, well, I got too comfortable when I came up with this idea. And so I did it right. Whatever the case may be, there's nothing wrong with being content with what you have and where you are in life. You should, you should be content with what you got. However, if you wake up and think to yourself for one moment that you can do and be more then you ought to be doing and being more. There's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting more for you and your family. Um, let me even go as far as to say there's nothing wrong with being rich and wealthy. Because some people be like, oh, well, you know, we we Christians and whatnot. We're not supposed to have, I need you to go back and read your Bible again. Some of the wealthiest people in the world, the wealthiest people known to mankind, I don't even think there'll be people as rich as them again are in the Bible. That part, okay? Um, Some people don't desire to be rich, and that's okay. Listen, God didn't make all of us equal. That's fine. Um, You can be rich and wealthy, but the question is, 
What are you doing with your wealth and riches? Some of us will never grow into all we can be because we refuse to grow into the people that can handle the titles, that can handle the money, the accolades, the relationships, all of it. But know this though, everything is accessible to everyone. The difference is you get to choose. Every year, I attach my faith to several words. Most of them are faith and biblically based. Um, Normally, I won't have all of my words pinned down until like closer to the end of January. My church's word for 2023 is advance. And um, the word was given to us on December 31st. Yeah, um, New Year's Eve. And then a few days before that, actually, I decided that my word for 2023 is going to be uncomfortable. And I'm okay with that because most of the times you hear the word uncomfortable and you're like, oh, that's bad. Okay, no. Um, But I mean it in the best possible way. Okay. Now, let me show you how God works. Um, He tells me that this year he wants me to be uncomfortable. At least I think he tells me to, or maybe it's just me. Whichever the case, I'm going to believe that he told me to do it because my thoughts are not my own and they're his. Okay. Okay. Um, The definition of uncomfortable is cause is a causing or feelings. See y'all. Mm, I'm trying to do the most. The definition of uncomfortable is causing or feeling slight pain or physical discomfort, unease or awkwardness. Now, this definition. Um, this is the uh, the definition I'm about to give you. Following this is the definition my pastor gave us for the word advance. It says to get better to improve or make progress, to grow better, greater, wiser, or older, to advance in faith, in knowledge, in stature, in wisdom, in favor with God and man, and in the grace of giving for the purpose of advancing God's kingdom in the earth. Before Pastor Keith gave us this word, let me tell y'all something. I was already feeling this... um, I don't know what to call it, but I am grateful to God for the many gifts and talents that have been bestowed upon me on this side of heaven. But culture today tells me that I need to capitalize on all of that, right? However, it doesn't. it's not my desire in this season. I, I, I get paid to do the things that I do and I love it. But I don't want to get paid for everything that I can do because that to me just seems like a lot of, I don't know what to even call it. It doesn't seem right or fair because then what am I giving back to God? What am I giving back to the community? Um, Some things that I love to do, I would love to do them just because I can. Um, you know, you should always have a hobby. There are people who make billions and zillions and trillions and whatever amounts of money, but they have hobbies. Those are the things that they do because it brings their soul joy. It makes them, you know, there's a purpose to what they're doing. It's not just, oh, I'm just going to do this so I can take a check. Um, 
and I'm going to, all this is going to tie together really well soon. So for me, part of advancing God's kingdom is continuing to use my gifts and talents because I never want to leave um, the side of heaven and transition to meet my maker, um, my God, my king, and have haven't used everything that he's given me. But I don't want, I don't feel that it's right. I don't think that everything he gave me was meant for me to utilize as a moneymaker, if that makes sense. Um, just because I can throw together, you know, um, an apartment and make it look like a home with design does not mean that I, that's what I'm supposed to go, you know, I'm supposed to be, go become a, a designer and start making money. There are people that that is their calling and they're amazing at it. 10 out of 10. I'm sure if I put a little bit of effort, I'll be able to do it too. But I don't think that that's for me. I enjoy putting those things together for fun. Um, just because I can, you know, paint something, which I can't, I just haven't done in a long time. Doesn't mean that I need to go become, you know, try to become the next Picasso. No, I just paint for fun. Just because I can take some pictures doesn't mean that I need to get paid to do that. I don't feel like that's my calling. I don't feel like that's, you know, what I need to get paid to do, but that's one way that I can serve the, you know, people and serve the kingdom. So I do that. That's one way I can advance the kingdom of God and use my talents, my gifts, and my treasures moving forward. Now, how many of you out there listening to this know that if you're going to be better, improve, or progress at or toward anything, you're going to be in more than your fair share of uncomfortable situations? Come on now. Both my hands are raised. And if I could lift my feet up, I would too. Um, <laughs> listen, if your goal is to advance in the area of fitness, which I, I mean, that's usually the easiest one that most people will use, to, use for examples, right? Because that's like, I'm pretty sure if you did a survey in the world, um, there's going to be, I don't know, an overwhelming amount of a vast majority who's you know, that's their goal in life is weight loss and fitness and things of that nature to keep cycling over. So anyway, if your goal is to advance in the area of fitness and or weight loss or weight gain, um, honey, be ready. Okay. Be very ready to be what? Uncomfortable. If your goal is to advance financially, whether that means making more money or paying of debt, especially <laughs> paying of debt, be ready to be very uncomfortable. You're going to have to give things up, right? For some of us, we may need to spend less and save more. Um, if you're someone who's never had to do that, you're going to be hella uncomfortable because you're just used to waking up and buying whatever you want on Amazon and getting the boxes coming in and whatnot. But when you're trying to um, achieve a financial goal of some sort, then you're like, ooh, you know, I don't want to work more. So that means I have to save more. Or if you want to work more, then you're putting yourself in another uncomfortable situation where now maybe you're not sleeping as much, but you're now working two to three jobs instead of just the one and saving. Either way, there's some level of uncomfortability that comes with achieving your next level. Lifting weights causes discomfort. Um or pain, if you will, if you're doing it right. I know this because I used to lift weights and dear Lord, yeah, it doesn't feel great. The more weights you lift, the stronger your muscles grow. Notice I didn't say bigger. I said stronger. They grow stronger so you can lift more. Um, but let me, let me frame that differently for you. The more discomfort you're in, the greater the reward. 
the more growth you stand to experience. For some of you, you may be thinking, I want to grow my business, and that might mean stepping out of your comfort zone and going to networking events. Where all my introverts at? Shout out. (laughs) Come through with the awkwardness. I'm with you. Trust me, I am one of you. (laughs) Um, But hey, if you're going to move forward, advance, progress, you will need to get past the uncomfortable things so that you can progress into your next. And hopefully that next is good. So get to that networking event, put yourself out there, say something, and yeah, do it. Just do it. Um... I recently discovered this page on Instagram dedicated to the works of um, Diane Carroll. She's an actress and a singer, I believe. I'm not from here, America. Um, So she's new to me. Um, (laughs) In an interview with Oprah Winfrey, uh, they were discussing her personal life. And Miss Diane was basically saying she's happy being alone and For as long as she could remember, she's always had someone, a boyfriend or a husband. I don't know how many times this woman has been married. I probably need to Google that. Um, When this interview took place, she was 71. And by the way, when I saw that interview, I was like, dang, girl, 71, where? Honey was looking snatched. Um, (laughs) Diane said at this point in her life, She was the one doing the calling, right? Um, She was comfortable with being alone, but if she felt like, you know, she wanted to hang out with somebody or whatever, she called and she asked. And if they weren't available, honey bet, she did not lose sleep over it. And Oprah put it best by saying this. She was not invested in the answer. Why am I bringing this up? When you choose to consciously put yourself in uncomfortable situations, you cannot be invested in the answer. Um, I'll go back to, to the whole weight gain, weight loss thing. When you, most people would tell you, when you start the process of um, losing weight, you, yes, you may have an end goal like, hey, I want to be, um, you know, a hundred and a hundred pounds lighter or whatever. Most people would tell you it's not going to be the end goal. You need to focus on the journey. You need to focus on what you're putting in your body. You need to focus on, you know, the here, the now, and the the goal will come. So you're not really focused on the answer, right? And who, if you've run any kind of business, started any kind of business, who in here knows, praise the Lord, um, that you cannot be invested in the answer. Why? You're going to get a whole bunch of no's. And if all you're looking for is a yes and you are invested in the yes, it's no wonder the level of anxiety and depression is high as, sorry, my bad, Lord, I said a word I shouldn't have said. It's high. There there are a lot of different factors, but I'm I'm pretty sure with my young folks, you know, because the level of um, a lot of people like to be approved. Thank you, social media. It all ties into the psychology of it. We're all invested in the answer. We're invested in in that like dopamine. Like, yeah, people love what I do, and they're gonna hit the like button. And da 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 da. Child, sit down. Moving forward. Anyway, um.
Like I said, when you choose to consciously put yourself in uncomfortable situations, you cannot be invested in the answer. You're going to get an answer whether you like it or not, whether you're prepared for it or not. You're going to get an answer. However, comma, if you're not invested in what that answer is, it doesn't cripple you, right? You chill. You're like, oh, it's an answer. Wonderful. Moving forward. Um, I'll use myself as an example. And this happened, uh, I can't even, I don't remember the exact date, but it happened before I got to see this clip of Oprah Winfrey and Diane Carroll. So it's kind of a little bit of a similar situation, right? Um, if you're new here, bless you, welcome, love you already. Um, I'm single, bless the king, and mostly by choice, but also um, the dating pool right now is hella ghetto. Um, not to mention it's a full-time job, okay? And we are what? Tired with a capital T-I-R-E-D. <laughs> but I digress. Um, I have pretty much decided that at almost 40, I'll be 40 in a couple of months, Um that I am going to have to be the one to pick this dude. Because, boy, when I tell you, um, yeah, the ones that are picking me right now, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm not the one. Mm-mm, I don't want to be picked by you. No. So, yeah. Anyway, um, I've got my sights currently set on a few. And um, I made up my mind that I will shoot my shot. As the young ones would say, and it was an epic shoot your shot. I'm not even going to kid you right now. Um, I knew that I would be getting an answer. And quite frankly, I was prepared for whatever the answer was going to be. I didn't know what he was going to say, but I was prepared for an answer. And um, my hope was that he was still single and would respond with, oh, heck yes. When are you free? Duh. (laughs) I mean, Seriously, dude. Um, But when he responded, he revealed that um, he has actually been always been very attracted to me and has liked me for as long as we've known each other, which is quite honestly several years, um, which I didn't know. Well, that's not true. I didn't know. Um, I'll share that story another time. And um, however, he is currently dating someone right now and wasn't interested in dating anyone else. Listen. Shout out to my dude, okay? Because that was amazing. First of all, the honesty. Because some of these guys out here don't do that. They're like, oh yeah, girl. And it'd be like 10 of us. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? No. Anyway, if I was invested in his answer, especially if I was invested in his answer being yes, I would have spiraled myself into a state of depression, anxiety, and sadness. And honey, I do not have time for that. I don't. Mm-mm, not today. He will always remain a friend. And if he called me tomorrow and said, hey, let's go to coffee as friends, would I go? Absolutely. And I'm going to have a great time. We have great conversation when we hang out. It's totally fine. But if he asked me on a date, what do you think I'll say? Uh, heck yeah, my dude. Where we going? <laughs> no shade. I mean, I'm being for real. Um, he's a great guy. He's an amazing dude. And yeah, would love to get to know him, but he's in a different season and we move forward. You cannot be afraid to step into new things, but you have to be the person that can handle it. You have to allow yourself to grow into the person that can handle it. If this if this was happening maybe two, three, four years ago, oh my gosh, I cannot tell you what would have happened. I would be probably rocking in a corner somewhere. 
You know what I'm saying? No. So new territories, new seasons, new things, new people, they're going to require a different level, hopefully a higher level of you. Um, if your New Year's resolution um, or I'm sorry, if you're a New Year's resolution person, that's okay. I say go for it. You know, set your New Year's resolutions and things of that nature. For me, I prefer to find my word or words for the year because I think that this is much more manageable and achievable. It's easy to take a word and apply it to every aspect of my life than to just say, I want to lose weight or I want to make more money, which are the two, you know, the top two things in just about every New Year's resolution. So why do I, why, why do I pick the word, you know, put uh, attach my faith, if you will, to a word of the year or words of the year? I've already given you two examples that you can see, you know, like my word is uncomfortable my, and then my word with my church is advanced. Those two work together so well because I want to advance into being a wife and a mom someday. Well, I'm taking charge in a certain way. And I know there are people who frown upon women asking men out. Sorry, love you though. We're not even going to start there. I'm, this podcast is already too long. So let me just, I'll leave that for now. We can talk about that later. Um, but I honestly, I'm putting myself in uncomfortable situations. I am not invested in the answer because I want to grow into new territories so I cannot be worried about how other people think and feel 24-7. I can only do what Gina can do. Now, putting myself in uncomfortable situations, I haven't done that in when I was young and reckless and in these streets. Um, I mean, I asked guys out all the time. I didn't care. I was like, oh, I like you. Let's go to date. <laughs> But it's been 10 plus years at this point for me, and I've allowed the wrong men to pick me over and over again, and I kept saying yes to the wrong ones. And now I'm like, no, I'm putting my foot down. So it, it all works together. And I, even my daily routine right now, um, when I wake up in the morning and I'm not trying to go forward and do what I've been, you know, I, I've, I've put on the calendar to do, I literally say to myself, Gina, get uncomfortable right now. Get uncomfortable. I, I'm not telling myself to get up. No. I'm not telling myself to go make a cup of coffee. I'm not telling myself, no, you're not going to go get Starbucks, which that's, that's a whole nother thing. If you're close to me, you know that I've given up Starbucks, which I've had a Starbucks cup in my hand every single day for probably the last five to 10 years of my life. Every day. We don't miss. <laughs> they know me at my local Starbucks. All of them do. <laughs> and when I miss two days, they're like, girl, where you been? Um but that's new for me. And it's it's coming at a time when I have already grown into the person that can handle it. So it's not as hard, y'all. I get up and I go, get uncomfortable, sis. Read the Bible. If you don't feel like doing it, I look myself. I mean, get uncomfortable. And that reminds me to get up, read the Bible, talk to Jesus, make your coffee in the morning, get ready and go. Pick a word. Pick a word. I don't come come in here and tell you guys stuff just because I just like to talk. Mm -mm. Which is why, you know, you haven't had a podcast from me in a while. I've got to make sure that it's things that I've lived out, that it works. And I see it. 
and I do it and it's working and I'm sharing it so that it can hopefully work for you. One of my biggest weaknesses, I guess I can use that word um, because nothing else is coming to mind right now, is that I have gotten comfortable in a lot of areas in my life. It almost feels as if, um, I guess you can say that I've lost myself along the way. At the top of last year, I noticed that I lacked discipline in certain areas. Um, I kept trying to be more disciplined, but it just never really seemed to work out. I can tell you, I've already seen a shift in my mindset and my thought process by just constantly telling myself, be uncomfortable for a little bit, G. Just, you can do it. It's it's not going to kill you, okay? Um, If, what I say this to you, if you can shift your thought process, which in turn influences your mindset, it's easier to achieve the things you set before you, Um. I want you to be, I mean, sorry, I want to be more disciplined in a few areas, right? So by encouraging myself to constantly be put in uncomfortable, air quotation, situations um, (laughs) or situations outside of what may feel normal and complacent to me, I am creating a complete mindset shift and adapting to new ways of living and being. Um, y'all, this has gone way too long. I didn't plan on talking (laughs) for as long as I did, but, um, it's, you know, I'm, again, I'm literally sitting in the house chilling, sipping on some coffee, but I'm gonna wrap it up real quick. For those of you that were taking notes, right? We talked about picking your word for the year. If you're, you know, a new year's resolution person, I'm not saying that it is completely wrong, I'm saying there is a better way to achieve what you're looking for, especially if you've been picking resolution after resolution after resolution and not seeing progress. Um, one of the greatest gifts in life is, the again, it's just the power to choose. And you really can choose. If you are not happy with a specific area in your life right now, choose better. I mentioned earlier that I just kept getting picked by the wrong guys and I kept allowing myself. I chose. (laughs) I chose to say yes to the wrong picks or the wrong pickers, if you will. (laughs) I'm like, eh. Um, So, (laughs) um, but that was my choice at the time. And then I took that power back and said, no, mas, I will no longer allow myself to be picked by the wrong people. Um, when I wake up in the morning and I start to go towards that, um, you know, what is my norm? I go, no, ma'am, we're going to get uncomfortable. Like I tell you that right now, as I'm recording this, I woke up and I started to do other things and I said, stop. You're getting uncomfortable right now because right now you're going to your comfort zone. You're not going to advance if you keep doing that. So set up the podcast um, situation, record, and go. Um, Anyway, if you're taking notes, this year I urge you to put at least 50% more effort into you and the things that matter most to you. Um, Find a way to serve others, please. It's important. It's part of our DNA. It's part of who we are. 
it is um, how God made us to be. We are, um, we were created to serve Him first and foremost. So if you can figure out how to do that, do it, um, and figure out how to serve each other. Those of you that are married listening to this, you know that's what it's all about, is serving each other. Um, so, yeah, if you have 100% to give, go for it. Put 100% into all, you know, all, all put all of it into everything you've got. But if that 100 seems a little daunting, try stepping on the gas, just 50% for six months and see how things start to change. Read the book, okay? Start the business. Go out. Do the things that, you know, you normally wouldn't do. My sister tells me all the time when I go shopping and she's not there, and I text her, I'm like, oh, well, which one should I get? She goes, which one would you would you normally not pick? And I'm like, well, this one. She goes, well, go with that one, because I'm pretty sure if you go in your closet, you've got three more, knowing you, that look just like the one that you would normally pick. And trust me, I've actually gone to stores and bought the same thing twice. Um, yeah, my level of comfortability got has gotten cray-cray. Once I um, I took some <laughs> fun, fun time story with Gina, um, I took some stuff to donate and forgot that I had donated things to this place because I do a lot of thrift store shopping too. And I bought my own shit back. I was like, what in the world? I bought it twice. Okay, Gina. So yes, my sister's right. If um if I have two items in the in my hand, I'm gonna pick the one that I normally would not pick. So there's that. Anyway, you owe it to yourself. You you really do. Um, you owe it to yourself to to just put at least fifty percent effort into you and the things that matter most to you. And you can do it. For you, you can do it. Um, my next point that I'd like to touch on is like, if you don't have a word for 2023, as I said earlier, get you some or at least get one, right? Figure out how that word can be applied to different areas of your life. Do it, do it, do it. Remember that in order to grow into new territories, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable and you cannot be too invested in the answer. You also have to be the kind of person that can handle the new territory or territories, okay? It's not enough to want and pray for something. You have to be willing to be the kind of people, uh, you have to be willing to be the kind of person or people that will put in the work and sustain the blessing. You have to. God's not going to give you something you're not ready for. He's not. And um, I could go on and on and on and on and on about that. Sometimes he'll let you, he'll let you see a glimpse of it and make you realize that you ain't ready for that. So you're going to grow there before you go there. I'll say that again. Thank you, Pastor Keith. You will grow there before you go there. If you can change your thought process, you can create a shift in your mindset that can and will ultimately change your life. If you can be uncomfortable for just a little while, you'll be surprised at what you can achieve. I promise. I know people who have um, demolished, and by demolished, I mean they took an 18-wheeler and rammed the schnot out of their debt, but they made themselves live in the most uncomfortable way that they could until all their debts were paid and they live debt-free. They pay cash for everything. The cars, 
everything. It's not to say they don't have credit cards. They do, but they manage them well. They grew that process of being uncomfortable like that, taught them. It grew them into the people that could handle being, um, you know, being able to handle money the way that they handle money now. So anyway, pick a word, apply it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Yes. I love y'all so much. Praying that 2023 is above and beyond your wildest dreams. That as you achieve the goals you set before you, that you are going to grow into the amazing person that can take those goals to new heights. If you're not already uh, doing so, please make sure to connect with me on social media. It's at Gina Driven across all social media platforms. However, as always, disclaimer, I only interact right now on Instagram. Eh, Sometimes on Facebook, but I leave that for the fan bam. So um, also please share this with someone. You never know who needs to hear something or how an episode like this can change or shape someone's life. And lastly, you know how we do it. Be honest with yourself. Be honest about who you are, how you feel, and what you want to see happen in your life. And why do we do that? Because if you can look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself the truth, then you can walk out into this crazy world, stand up for yourself, and maybe even stand up for someone else. Peace, love, and blessings in the new year. Y'all are amazing. You're going to do amazing things, man. But you got to choose it. Yeah, you got to choose to do amazing things. All right. I love y'all. Peace.